The following audio drama is a fan-made story written by Stephen Daniel based on the story and character from the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Five Nights at Freddy's is an American media franchise created by Scott Cawthon. All characters and associated names and references are copyright and trademark of Scott Games and Out of Place does not claim any ownership over it. This audio drama is in no way connected to or endorsed by Scott Games nor it is intended to undermine or compete with any forthcoming material. This audio drama has been produced solely for the personal enjoyment of the Out of Place podcast and their listeners and any of the fans of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Are you sure your dad is okay if we're using his VHS camera? Don't worry about it. He thinks we're doing a Madonna music video. Ew, I can't stand those types of girls. Yeah, well, my dad doesn't take the time to get to know me. I don't even see my dad, and he works in the garage. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Okay, we are all set up. I don't think I can do this. (laughs) You need to. The world needs to know what you went through. No one is going to believe me. I believe you. And I love you for it. But I really think this is a bad idea. I don't feel comfortable doing this. Listen, I know that you're scared. I mean, I would be too if I went through that. People need to know what happened at Freddy's before anybody else gets hurt. I will be right here next to you. And what about afterwards? What if they find out? What about when people start asking too many questions? I just don't want that kind of attention. Like I said, I am going to be with you now and whatever comes next. You trust me, right? Of course I do. Okay, I'm going to press the record button in 3, 2, 1. How do I start? Start by talking about yourself and the stuff that led to what happened. Start from the beginning. Okay. I'm Tiffany May, and this is the story of how I had to survive five nights at Freddy's. Gentlemen, boys and girls, Fazbear Entertainment would like you to put your hands together for the one, the only, Freddy Fazbear. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was little, I've always had a great relationship with my parents. My mom is a great mom, but I was closer to my dad. I could tell him everything and anything. We did so many great things together. We even went on many father-daughter trips. I think my mom was always jealous of those, but she would never admit it. We've been to South Dakota to see Mount Rushmore, uh, took a trip to Disneyland in 78 just to ride the new Space Mountain ride that had opened the year before. That was the longest summer trip we ever took, and I will never forget it. When we weren't going on a trip, one of my favorite things my parents did was taking me to Fazbear's. Every birthday, Fazbear's was the place we went. I loved going there. I kind of remember when it first opened. It was, um, 1972? 
Yeah, 72. We were celebrating my second birthday. I remember the place, which was called Fredbear's Family Diner at the time. They had only two animatronics. It was just Spring Bonnie and Fredbear. I think I was about 11 years old when they introduced Chica and Foxy, and when they turned Bonnie blue. I think I remember my dad saying it was bought out by a new company called Fazbear Entertainment. He said that there was a tragedy that caused the original owners to close their doors forever, and then the new owners appeared. Just a little after that, we stopped going. I don't remember why, but I guess I just grew out of it or something. It wasn't until recently that I learned that five children went missing in the early 80s and that they were last seen in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. A lot of parents were also complaining about the rancid odor coming from the animatronics, and then they found the bodies. So they closed it again. Now it's 87. I'm 17 years old and ready to earn some money. I just learned that there's a grand reopening of Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. They upgraded all of the main characters, like using Chica to serve cake, and added the mango that is used as a puzzle game for children. They also BB that greets customers and hands them balloons. It was a dream of mine when I was a kid to work there. And when I picked up the newspaper last week and saw that they were hiring, I was so excited. And that's when my dream became a nightmare. Hi, Mom. Good morning. Smells great. What are you making? Your dad had a craving for waffles and bacon. Would you like some? Uh, yeah. Let me just take this to your father in his office, and I'll make some more waffles. Thank you. Hey, Dex. What are you up to this morning? (laughs) That sounds exciting. (laughs) Me? Well, I'm going to look for a job. I need to get paid so that I can go on an awesome trip when I graduate next year. I need to start saving now if I want to get somewhere exciting. Let's see. Reading the paper? Looking for a job. Oh, right. Raising money for your big adventure. Do you know where you plan to go? I don't know. I'm thinking New York? Or maybe Orlando. We'll see. Or maybe I work really hard and go to another country. I don't like that idea one bit, but I guess I'll have to suck it up and put my big mom panties on. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I would like to stay in the States. So much to explore here first. What kind of job are you looking for? Hopefully I find something fun. (laughs) How about a job cutting grass for people in our neighborhood? No way. (laughs) Let's see. Temporary maid? No. Waitress? Maybe. Lifeguard? Definitely no. Why not? I'm not going to embarrass myself like that. And since when do you see me in a bathing suit? Okay, okay. Yard worker? I already said no. Pet sitter? Nope. Other than Dex, I hate other people's dogs and cats. How about bird sitting? No animals. (sighs) Wait! What? They are hiring at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. Really? Yeah, they're looking for someone to work as a night guard there. It says it's five days per week from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. Hiring ages 15 or older. I just need a parental approval since I'm only 17. It's perfect. I don't know. You know, I've always wanted to work there. It's perfect. I'm already a night owl, and all I have to do is watch the place at night. It sounds super easy. Oh, sweetie, I know you're excited. But what? It's just... Is it because of all the murders and stuff that happened at the old location? Yes. I just don't feel comfortable with you working there. You will be all alone. 
all night. Maybe I'll have a partner. But what if you don't? But what if I do? <sighs> Sweetie, are you really sure you want to work there? Is this what you want? Yes, more than anything. Fine, you can apply there. However, you have to promise me you will be extra careful. I promise. Thank you, Mom. It was amazing. Here I am in Freddy's again. Watching the kids play reminded me of all the times I've spent trying to play as my parents yelled to eat first. Tiffany. It sounded like someone was calling my name. I turned to the right and saw a man wearing a purple security guard uniform approaching me. You must be Tiffany. Hello. You're about the job, right? You talked to Carol on the phone? Oh, right. When you said my name, it caught me by surprise. Sorry. I understand. I just take my job very seriously. I know everything that goes in and out of this place. At least everyone here will be really safe with you around. Thank you for saying that. Nice to meet you. My name is William Afton. Duh, William Afton? The co-creator of all the animatronics? You know your history. Yeah, my father always kept me in the loop in the past. As soon as you said Afton, I remember Afton Robotics. Wow. Not many people know that about me. The company tries to keep people from remembering the past. Oh yeah, I heard about all those incidents. Yeah, they blame me for it due to all the malfunctions. But I couldn't leave this place, so I just got a regular job here. Try to do the best I can to protect these children. I still do some light maintenance on the new animatronics, sometimes using the old parts for new toy animatronics. They hire a different company for the new ones. I remember being excited to go to Circus Baby's Pizza World. Why didn't it open? I remember so much hype and then nothing. It was due to gas leaks in the building. That one hit me pretty hard. Well, it is such an honor to meet you. I'm so very touched that I got to meet a fan. Mr. Afton, do you know where I can find Carol? Sure. Just follow me. Excuse me, Miss Carol. I have Tiffany here to see you. Oh yeah, glad her in. Great meeting you, Tiffany. You too, Mr. Afton. Oh, William, Vincent said there's something up with the music box. He said you would know what he's talking about. No problem. Thank you. It is great to meet you, Tiffany. Thank you for coming in. No, thank you. I am so excited to be here. Great to hear. So are you interested in the security guard position? Yes, I am. Great. We've been having some trouble hiring a new security guard since the last one desperately wanted to switch to the day shift, and the one before him quit unexpectedly. He just didn't show up anymore. We can't seem to get the position filled, and when we do, it doesn't go too well or last very long. Can I ask why? It's complicated. Let's just say there have been a lot of complaints with the animatronics. Okay. No, it's nothing like that. Sometimes animatronics just walk around. I don't know much about that technology, but I think it just freaks people out. I guess. But I can tell that you are the person we have been looking for. Someone that can take it serious and not let something like the animatronics walking around like they do in the day bother you. You, Miss May, look like a wonderful person that can work professionally. Thank you. And we would be very happy to have you join us. Wait. Does that mean I'm hired? Yes, it does. Oh my god, thank you. Wow. Sorry for being overly excited. It's just, it's always been a dream of mine to work for Fazbear's. It's okay. Here, have your parents sign this and return it to me tomorrow to make you an official employee. Thank you so very much. I went home that day over the top excited. My parents were happy for me too. 
The next day, I went back to give Carol my permission slip to get my uniform and to get a tour. William Afton gave me the tour. It was supposed to be Vincent, but he had the day off. So Mr. Afton gave me the history about the company, which I already knew most of, and small tidbits about the many things in the building. He showed me the room that I'm not allowed into, which is the parts and service room. He then showed me the main area. I remember when he was showing me around, I started having a weird feeling. A feeling like I was being watched. It was a Tuesday night when I was ready to leave for my first shift. Wow, look at you. It's your first shift. Are you excited? I'm nervous and so excited that I feel like I'm going to grow up. Please don't. I know. It's just, I'm so excited. I'm very glad you're happy, but please just make sure you keep safe. I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. I'll be fine. Promise me that you are going to stay safe. I promise. You got your keys that they gave you? Check. Got your purse? Check. Getting sick and now you can't work? (sighs) Oh, mom. It was just so different at night here. I can't believe that this is the same place I saw in the daytime. It was just so busy with kids running around and now it was empty and quiet. I headed towards the office where I'd be spending most of my time. It was a bigger security office than I expected. When Mr. Afton showed me this area in the day, it was just as dark, but just a little darker now. There was a huge doorway with no doors. I never thought a security office would be so open. Another odd thing I noticed that I didn't see on the tour was the two open vents on the lower sides of the right and left walls. No breaks, just open. I sat at the desk and grabbed my flashlight to test it out, and then the phone rang. Hello? Hello, Tiffany. May I ask who's calling? It's me, William Aston. Oh, hi. Are you settled in nicely? I sure am. Good. Vincent has set up an automated call message for you he recorded this morning. You should receive a call soon. Okay. I just wanted to wish you good luck on your first night. Thank you. Uh, hello? 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 Oh, this must be the pre-recorded message. That's right, Mr. Afton did say it was automated. I'm such a moron. Welcome to your new summer job at the new and improved Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. I'm here to talk you through some of the things you can expect to see during your first week here to help you get started down this new and exciting career path. Now, I want you to forget anything you may have heard about the old locations. Some people still have somewhat of a negative impression of the company. The old restaurant was kind of left to rot for quite a while, but I want to reassure you, Fazbear Entertainment is committed to family fun and, above all, safety. They've spent a small fortune on these new animatronics, facial recognition, advanced mobility, and they even let them walk around during the day. Isn't that neat? Most importantly, they're all tied into some kind of criminal database so they can detect a predator from a mile away. Heck, we should be paying them to guard you. With that being said, no new system was without its kinks. You are the fifth guard to work at this location. The first guard finished his week, but complain about the conditions. We switched him over to the day shift, so hey, lucky you, right? Mainly he expressed concerns that certain characters seemed to move around at night and even attempted to get into his office. Now, from what we know, that should be impossible. This restaurant should be the safest place on earth. 
So while our engineers don't really have an explanation for this, their working theory is that the robots were never given a proper night mode. So when it gets quiet, the animatronics think they're in the wrong room. So then they try to go and find where the people are. And in this case, that's your office. So our temporary solution is there's a small music box over by the prize counter and it's rigged to be wound up remotely. So just every once in a while, switch over to the prize counter video feed and wind up the unit for just a few seconds. Doesn't seem to affect all the animatronics, but it does affect one of them. <clears throat> and for the rest of them, we have an even easier solution. You see, there may be a minor glitch in the system, something about robots seeing you as an exoskeleton without their costume on, and wanting to stuff you in a suit. So hey, we're giving you an empty Freddy Fazbear head. Problem solved. You can put it on any time and leave it on for as long as you want. Eventually, anything that wanders in will wander back out. Uh, something else worth mentioning is kind of a modern design of the building. You may have noticed there are no doors for you to close. <laughs> but hey, you have lights, and even though your flashlight can run out of power, the building cannot. So don't worry about the place going dark. Well, I think that's it. You should be golden. So check the lights, put on the Freddy head if you need to, and uh, keep the music box wound up. Piece of cake. Have a good night, and I'll leave another message for you tomorrow. Hearing about the animatronics walking around kind of freaked me out. So I went right to checking the live camera feed. Everything seemed to be in order until I stumbled across the feed for the parts and service room. The screen appeared blacked out, this is the room that I remember Mr. Afton telling me not to go in, but it looks like the camera lens was blocked. I figured, what if it was important? It is my responsibility to see if everything was in order during my shift. I didn't want to be blamed for something I didn't do, so I decided to go investigate. I grabbed the flashlight off the desk and headed for the parts and service. It was completely dark in the room. I know that I only have a certain amount of battery in the flashlight, but I didn't care. I pointed the flashlight everywhere. I tried remembering where the camera was to see what was blocking in. When I found the camera, I saw that it wasn't covered. Nothing was blocking it, and it wasn't messed with. Maybe there's a glitch or something that's causing the feed to be blocked out. And then I heard something. Hello? H hello What the hell was that noise? It sounded like laughing. I decided to just leave the room. I pointed the flashlight right at the door, and that's when I saw them. I stood frozen. I was terrified. Standing in front of me was three bad-shaped animatronics tilting their head in my direction. Bonnie... Chica, and Freddy. These look like the animatronics from the old location because they don't look like the new ones. I was so scared to see them like this at night. How long had they been standing there? That's when I remembered what the phone guy said about the animatronics looking for people. But these are not the upgraded ones. Bonnie's face was missing as well as his left arm, right hand, and left foot's exterior. Chica wasn't looking as bad as Bonnie, but she looked horrifying. The bottom half of her beak seemed to have been pulled out. Both of her arms were spread out and her hands were missing, leaving pulled out wires in their place. Freddy wasn't all that bad. He just looked filthy and dirty. He looked old. 
Freddie wasn't missing any noticeable body parts like Chica and Bonnie. They all smelled horrible. The same smell that parents described before the old location closed down. As I stood there, I couldn't stop thinking about all the rumors, all the stories. And I wondered in actually considering, what if those stories are true? I tried looking around the room for an escape, but it only took a couple of seconds to see that I was completely trapped. You guys aren't alive. <laughs> just stupid robots not alive. And I'm just going to slip right past you because you're not alive. Oh! We are! Freddy lifts his head up and looked at me. Did he actually talk to me? No, it was just all in my head. Don't be afraid. No, 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 no. Stay, stay, stay away from me. We are not going to hurt you. Maybe we will. <laughs> please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Join us and live or be against us and die. Please, please don't. Chica and Bonnie started walking towards me too. I decided to try to run past them. I pushed Freddy as hard as I could. He stumbled into Chica and Bonnie and all three of them fell down. It gave me a chance to escape. I grabbed the flashlight and ran past them. I closed the door to the parts and services room. I took the keys out and I looked for the parts and service room key. I found it and locked it. I ran back to the office. I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. What do I tell the manager? What do I say to my parents? Would anybody believe me? For the remainder of my shift, there was no signs of Freddy, Bonnie, or Chica. I turned to the Parks and Service video feed to see if it was still blacked out. They were still there. There they were. All three of them. Just standing there, staring at the camera. I changed the video feed and remembered to wind the music box. Suddenly, I heard a rustling sound coming from one of the vents. I switched back to the Parks and Services video feed, and Freddy, Bonnie, and Chica are all still standing there. Is it the other animatronics in the vents? I hear someone walking down the hall in front of me. It sounded like high heels. It was too dark to see. The flashlight was starting to lose its power. Whatever it is, it's starting to get closer. I closed my eyes. As I closed my eyes, I remembered what the phone guy said to put on the Freddy head. I was too scared to move. Hi, Tiffany. Oh, it's you. Are you okay? You look pale. I'm fine. It's just those animatronics really scared me. Yeah, they take some getting used to. How could she not know? Has she ever stayed overnight? Has she ever listened to Vincent's messages? She must be in denial. I decided to keep what I saw to myself. Tiffany? Yeah? I said you can leave. It's 6am, your shift is over. Okay. Are you sure you're okay? I'm fine. Alright, you did really great. Everything seems to be good. Well, I'll see you tomorrow morning, same time. Okay, see ya. Have a good one, get some rest. I grabbed my purse and ran out as fast as I could to the exit. I arrived home terrified and exhausted after that horrible night. I ran inside my house and quickly shut the door. My back was against the door and I... I couldn't get the image of the animatronics looking at me. I couldn't get Freddy's laugh out of my head. Why was I so afraid? I loved these guys when I was a kid. Maybe being there at night and mixing it with the rumors is what made it so scary. They were just walking around, but they did talk to me. Good morning, sweetie. How was your first night? Was it everything you hoped it was? Well, I can 
definitely say it was an experience. That's great. Glad you like it. I probably slept about an hour. I was too worried about you. So go shower and get some rest. I don't want you to be too tired for work tonight. Listen, Mom, I know I... know I I was worried at first about you taking this job, but seeing how great you did, I have to say that I'm so very proud of you. You were always doing things that I didn't get to do when I was your age. I mean, I wanted to do those things, but I was not as brave as you. Thanks, Mom. Now, go get cleaned up and get some rest. I stood outside of the restaurant, scared out of my mind. I felt rested, but the night before really took a lot out of me. I tried to keep myself calm, telling myself that there is no need to panic. But I kept thinking that night one was only the beginning. Will it get worse? I took a deep breath, placed my hand on the door handle, and slowly opened it. I told myself what my mother told me. I am brave. There is nothing to worry about. Once inside the restaurant, I was greeted by a creepy robotic voice. It was Bonnie. <laughs> Hi kids, welcome to Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. I looked to my left and there he was, staring at me, creepily, gripping onto his guitar with his only remaining hand. I don't know why I've only seen the old animatronics come to life. You like my new guitar? <laughs> Maybe if you're lucky you can join our band, little one. <laughs> I walked as fast as I could towards the office and away from mine. We need someone to play the drums, but silly me. <laughs> How can you play the drums without any arms? <laughs> I picked up the pace and found myself running. As I ran through the main hall, I noticed the parts and service door was wide open. Freddy and Chico were standing there, watching me run. Be careful. You shouldn't run. You might just up and die. <laughs> I finally got to the office and sat down in the chair. I kept looking down the hall and knowing that the animatronics were just standing there just terrified me. Was I stupid for taking this job? Am I even more stupid for coming back? Hello? Ah, hello. See, I told you your first night wouldn't be a problem. You're that ain't a problem. Uh, by now, I'm sure you noticed the older models sitting in the back room. Those are from the previous location. We just use them for parts now. The idea was to repair them. They even started retrofitting them with some of the new technology. They were just so ugly, you know? The smell. The company decided to go in a whole new direction and make them super kid-friendly. Those older ones shouldn't be able to walk around. But if they do, the whole Freddy head trick should work on them as well. Uh, <laughs> I love those old characters. Do you ever see Foxy the Pirate? Oh yeah, Foxy. Listen, that one was always a bit twitchy. I'm not sure the Freddy head trick will work on Foxy. If for some reason he activates during the night and you see him standing at the far end of the hall, just flash your light at him from time to time. Those older models would always get disoriented with bright lights. It would cause a uh, system restart or something. Come to think of it, you might want to try that on any room where something undesirable might be. You might hold them in place for a few seconds. That glitch might be in some of the newer models too. One more thing, don't forget the music box. I'll be honest, I never liked that puppet thing. It was always thinking. It can go anywhere. I don't think a Freddy mask will fool it, so just don't forget the music box. Anyway, I'm sure it won't be a problem. Uh, have a good night, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Foxy? Come to think of it, I haven't seen Foxy at all. Suddenly I began to hear music. It sounded like a circus theme tune, but soft and playful. For some reason it scared me. 
I grabbed the flashlight and walked over to the door. I flashed it down the hall. The flashlight was dim, so I hit it with my other hand. And then the flashlight goes out. I started hearing noises coming from the right open vent. I pounded on the flashlight and the light would not come back on. I looked towards the vent and I saw a small little boy lying inside the vent on his stomach, staring at me with a smile. This was Balloon Boy, aka BB. I've seen him in the game area holding balloons and a little sign that said, Balloons! Why was the flashlight not working? I wondered if the balloon boy was causing the flashlight to go out, but that is just impossible. I stepped back quickly and stood behind the desk. I looked through the drawers for new batteries. His laugh only grew louder and louder, and then I saw the puppet. The puppet looked very creepy. It was tall and has a white face with black, hollow eyes. Its face has rosy red cheeks and purple stripes that stretch from the bottom of its eyes to the top of its mouth and with red lipstick painted on. Its body is somewhat reminiscent of a sock monkey. Thin waist, oblong shape, three white buttons, round hands that each feature three spindly fingers, and white stripes on the wrists and ankles, long with a thin, long neck. The puppet has no feet, but its legs are tapered to the point. What do you want from me? Don't worry, little one. I have no intention of hurting you. We just want to hurt him. Then what do you want? I need you to wind up my music box. Would you be a dear and wind it up for me? Okay, I, um, can do it through the security system. No need to. I have it right here. The puppet handed me the music box. She tilted her head, waiting for me to wind the music box. I slowly turned the handle. A sweet melody began to play. It sounded so relaxing. It reminded me of when I was little. I felt like I was in my little bed again. I closed my eyes and started to sway my head from side to side. The music stopped playing and suddenly I was sad. The puppet stared at me, still tilting its head. I gave the music box back to her. Thank you. You're welcome. The music is beautiful. Indeed it is, little one. I'll be on my way now. And in a quick second, she disappeared. I don't know how I should have reacted to this. I don't know which animatronics I can trust. However, the puppet seems trustworthy. For now. I kept a close eye on the Parks and Surface video feed. The video feed of the room was blacked out again like last night. That could only mean they were up to something. I heard another rustling sound coming from one of the vents. I forgot that there were cameras in the vents, so I quickly checked the feeds. But just like the parts and service room, the video feed from both vents was blacked out. I had no choice but to investigate the vents myself. I grabbed the flashlight and went to check the vents. The rustling sound became louder and much closer than before. It sounded like it was coming from the left vent. I stooped down beside it and shined the flashlight inside. (laughs) Chica was the source of the noise She looked absolutely terrifying I took a few steps back and almost tripped on the Freddy mask Then I remembered what the phone guy said about wearing the mask I grabbed it and put it on I felt ridiculous in this thing But if it will save my life, then this will be just fine 
Chica exited the vent and started examining from head to toe. Freddy? You look small. She began to circle around me. I stood as still as I could. I don't think I could move even if I wanted to. All the lights went out and the room became dark, but only for a second. When the lights came back on, Chica was gone. The rest of the shift was quiet, checking the eerie camera feed and winding the music box. But I did get to thinking. I remembered what the puppet had said. She said she didn't want to hurt me, but we wanted to hurt him. I was too scared to even question it. Who is him? And then it came to me. Years ago, kids went missing at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, and then they were found dead inside the animatronics months later. That is what the smell was. The story that everyone believed was that the animatronics were the murderers. But what if him was the real killer? Could it be the phone guy? Could it be Mr. Afton? Could it be another employee there? I don't know. But I'm going to find out who it is that they're referring to, no matter what. Good morning. Oh! Hi! Good morning. Sleeping on the job, huh? I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I probably would be sleeping after a few minutes of being here. I didn't mean to. I must have just dozed off. Tiffany, it's okay. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Go home and get some rest. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. I couldn't sleep that night. I kept thinking about who him might be. Maybe I'm overthinking things. Maybe I'm just so scared that I'm coming up with theories and suspicions. The next day I didn't want to go in, but I kept thinking of him. So as terrifying as it is to work there at night, I was very curious to the whole him mystery. What if there was a guy who killed the children? What if he's still there? I reached for the handle and was hesitant. But I told myself that I know what to expect from this place and I wouldn't let those creepy animatronics take over my life. I opened the door with my eyes shut tightly, ready for night three. I opened my eyes once inside and there was nobody there. No animatronics, no sound. But for some reason, I felt even more scared. I continued to enter the restaurant cautiously. I looked towards the entrance and then I bumped into something. I looked in front of me and I saw this huge figure. Trying to walk quickly backwards, I fell. Who was this figure? It didn't look like any of the animatronics. I tried to make out who it was in the shadows. What the hell? I blinked a few times and realized it was just a big man. I immediately stood up. Watch where you go. I'm so sorry. I, I thought you were one of the animatronics. One of the animatronics? Yeah, I thought you were going to attack me. Jesus, jumping on a pogo stick. Not you too. Stop being so gullible. Don't fall for all those damned rumors. These animatronics don't kill people. I tell you sometimes, you younglings are so dramatic. Sir, but they really do walk around. So you mean to tell me that Freddy walks around at night killing people? I don't know. Maybe? And what makes you think this is true? Because I've seen them walk around at night. I saw them last night and the night before on my first shift. They do walk around in the day. And maybe they do walk around in the night as well. But have you ever seen them kill anybody? No. See? These are harmless robots. Ever since that Terminator movie came out three years ago, all of these nonsense robot talk has taken over the world. Robots don't kill people. And they definitely not gonna be taking over the world. Now keep safe, kid, and good night. 
He seemed very angry with me, so I just kept quiet and watched him leave. I walked straight to the office. As I turned the corner at the end of the main hall, I saw a figure standing to the side. I pointed my flashlight at it, and it was Foxy. He's an animatronic fox who wears an eye patch over his right eye. His left eye is smaller than the eye socket. He has a long peach snout with sharp teeth. His left ear has two golden earrings, and his head has two tufts of hair on each side. You can see his endoskeleton legs. I get to the desk, and Foxy is still standing there, facing the opposite direction. He hasn't moved. The phone rings. I started thinking, how in the world does the phone ring when I'm here? How does it know I'm in front of it? I didn't want to think this. I couldn't, even if I wanted to. Foxy is still standing there, distracting me. I put the phone on speaker, sat down, and kept an eye on Foxy. Hello? Hello? Did, uh, Foxy ever appear in the hallway? Probably not. I was just curious. Like I said, he was always my favorite. They tried to remake Foxy, you know? They thought the first one was too scary, so they redesigned him to be more kid-friendly. Put him in the kid's cove to keep the toddlers entertained, you know? But kids these days just can't keep their hands to themselves. The staff literally have to put Foxy back together after every shift. So eventually they stopped trying and left him as some take-apart-and-put-back-together attraction. Now he's just a mess of parts. I think the employees refer to him just the mangle. Uh, oh, hey, before I go, uh, I wanted to ease your mind about any rumors you might have heard lately. You know how these local stories come and go and seldom mean anything. I can personally reassure you that whatever is going on out there, however tragic it may be, has nothing to do with our establishment. It's all just a rumor and speculation. People trying to make a buck, you know. Uh, our guard during the day, Mr. William Afton, has reported nothing unusual. He's on watch from opening till close. Okay, well, anyway, hang in there. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I saw Foxy looking in my direction. It was a weird coincidence that the phone guy knew Foxy was going to be in the hall. The flashlight rolled off the desk and onto the floor. I got off the chair to pick it up from under the desk. I suddenly heard loud metallic footsteps coming from the hall. A wave of fear began to wash over me. It must be Foxy. I wanted to just stay under the desk the whole shift. I then remembered what the phone guy said last night. All I had to do was flash the light in his face to make him go away. I slowly got up and saw Foxy standing there. He looked pretty beaten up with stains all over his body. Half of his leg's exterior was gone, along with his torso's exterior, that seemed to have been ripped off with only a few hanging wires left. His left hand and ear's exterior was missing too. He looked old and broken, just like the old Freddy, Bonnie, and Chica. Come with me so we can bunker the I flashed the light in his face. Nothing happened. I turned the flashlight on and off to see if that worked, but he just stood there. I looked down at the flashlight, and when I looked back up, he was gone. I checked the video feed and couldn't find Foxy anywhere, but what I saw in Party Room 2 feed shook me to my core. Mangle was there, off to the left side, staring into the camera. Mangle did not look like Foxy. Mangle looked damaged and irreparable. She had a white-colored fox head with rosy red cheeks and lipstick. She has one eye with amber iris and black pupil, while the other is 
just a hollow black. She has a pink accented snout with a small black nose and pink outline around the thighs. Mangle has a set of sharp teeth on her upper and lower jaw. Wires dangle out of her ear sockets. Her body is a mess of wires and endoskeleton parts. An entire separate endoskeleton head is attached to her body with wires dangling out of its eye socket. Mangle has a hand attached where her head should be. <laughs> it felt like she knew I was watching. She tilted her head and moved in closer to the camera. Well, if it isn't the new night guard, why don't you just come out here so we can play? I wanted to answer that, but she wouldn't be able to hear me through the camera. I just want a bite, and soon you'll look just like me. <laughs> a bite? Is this finally the night that these things kill me? Fine. I'll just come to you. She moved away from the camera. I looked for her in the other video feed, but I couldn't find her. Then, down the hall in front of me, I saw her crawling on the wall and coming towards me. The power goes off and came back on. And there Maple was, hanging off the ceiling. You're all alone, This might pitch a little. I closed my eyes and balled up my fist. This is it. This is how I'm going to die. I can hear Mangle swing down towards me, ready to sink her teeth into my body, but then... nothing. I hear a loud bang. I open my eyes to look around, and then I saw the janitor smashing Mangle with the emergency axe. <laughs> As the janitor was chopping Mangle up, she was shaking violently, trying to escape. Go back! Go back! Mangle finally broke free and left the room. I'm sorry. I didn't believe you. What made you come back? I, I felt bad. I felt bad that I was rude to you. I, I was just tired and I, and I shouldn't have taken it out on you. Well, I'm so glad that you came back. I would have died for sure. I'm glad I came back too. Are you okay? You hurt? I'm fine, thank you. Just scared. How long have you been working here again? This is my third night. Third night? Has this happened to you the other nights? No, these things have just been walking around and creeping me out. If it creeped you out, why the fuck did you come back? I know if I saw what you saw, I would have never came it's back. It's just... it's complicated. What is so damn complicated about this horror fest? Crazy shit happens, and then you quit. It's just... I need to know. Know what? I need to know what really happened. You mean them rumors? As you have seen, this is more than just rumors. Something really did happen. We know that those kids were murdered, right? But what if the animatronics didn't murder them? What if somebody else did it and then stuffed the bodies into them? Well, how do you explain Mangle? I don't know. Maybe someone programmed her to do that. Why is it so important to you? It has nothing to do with you. You could just walk away. I don't know. I feel like it's something I have to do. Well, you are one brave kid. But I was thinking, what if it's both? What do you mean? Think about it. What if there was a murderer? Stuffing poor children into those freakish robots? What if these children's souls never lived? Maybe that is the reason they walk around killing folks. This is like one big horror game. I'll tell you what, I'm gonna stay with you the rest of your shit. But aren't you tired from working all day? I wouldn't be able to get any rest anyways, knowing what's going on here with you by yourself. When I see Carol, I'll talk to her about switching my shift to the nighttime. The other janitor can work the daytime by himself. He can handle it. Are you sure? Well, of course. I never asked what your name was. Jack. Jack the Janitor. Sounds like something from a Marvel comic. Well, 
I'll have you know that I am an X-Men. <laughs> the rest of the night, the animatronics left us alone. No activity in the feeds, nothing down the hall, and nothing in the vents. The janitor and I talked about the mystery behind Freddy Fazbear's the remainder of my shift. Before we knew it, it was 6 a.m. Good morning, you two. Good morning. What are you doing here, Jack? I thought you were off today. I, uh, I, I just got here. I needed to talk to you about my shit. Okay. How was your third night, Tiffany? It was great. Good to hear. Well, I'm going to head out. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Goodbye. And it was very nice to meet you, Jack. It was wonderful to meet you as well. I tried to sleep, but the neighbor was mowing the lawn this morning. But what also kept me up was figuring out who him was. Why was the animatronic attacking me? Then it hit me. What if they are attacking anyone in the uniform? What if the serial killer was also a security guard? Carol and William did say that they were having a hard time filling the position. What if it's because they keep getting killed? I have to figure out who is the first security guard. I liked my plan. And with this, I was able to fall asleep. Good morning, honey. Huh? Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. What time is it? It's 3 p.m. Whoa! I haven't slept this long in a while. It's just the adjustment to the night guard job, finally catching up to you. I guess so. Speaking of your job, you need to come to the living room. Something happened at the pizzeria. At Freddy's? Yes, go look. I walked to the living room and playing on the TV was a commercial for McDonald's breakfast. Then the breaking news logo appeared. We are back, and the breaking news tonight takes place in Hurricane, Utah, at a beloved family restaurant. The police are on the scene of a fatal incident. Thanks for being with us here on CBA 12. I'm Dan Williams. And I'm Jessica Smith. The police have been on scene for hours at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, and that is where we'll find CBA 12's Stephen Daniel. So, Stephen, any word on how this guy died? No, and that's really what's going to be the big question moving forward because we now know that an animatronic was involved here. The big question here, is the animatronic the cause of the victim's death or could this have been something else? But take a look right behind me and you could see what's going on right now. Hurricane police are still inside of this Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. They know that around 10 a.m. not so many people were in, actually no customers at all. It was only the manager, the security guard, and the victim which was one of the janitors of this establishment. 911 was called by the manager after an animatronic by the name of Mango bit into the victim's neck. The victim, Jack Bell, was taken to the hospital and died oh later my on. God. Again, the big question is, was the animatronic responsible for the death? We have not been able to find out from Hurricane Police at this time. That's something the police are still investigating at this point. They are still out here with heavy police presence right now at this time, still waiting on finding out those details that will play a critical role as we move forward. Of course, we will keep you updated. I can't believe it. Did you know him? Yes. He was really nice to me. I just saw him this morning before I left. Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. I can't believe it. Do you think you'll still have to go in? I don't know. Maybe I can call to see. Go ahead. Call your manager. I was so shocked. My mind was racing a million questions. Nobody's answering. Try again. Thank you for calling Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. How may I help you? Hi, Carol. It's me, Tiffany. 
Well, hi, Tiffany. I just saw on the news what happened to Jack. It's chaotic over here, but I think the police are just about to leave. Do you need me to still come in? Yes. I need you to make sure people like reporters and locals don't try to come in and take pictures and snoop around. Understood. Be there tonight. Okay. See you in the morning. Bye. Bye. You still have to go in? Yes. I don't want you to go in. I want you to quit that job. I'll be fine, Mom. I promise. But those things attack someone. What if they attack you, too? I didn't want her to know the truth. She would tie me to my bed if she ever knew what was going on over there. But I had to go back. I have to find out who the real killer is. I don't think that Jack was him. He was murdered during the daytime. That means whoever was there today is the killer. I don't think I can live with myself if something were to happen to you. Mom, I promise I'll be fine. It was just an accident. I arrive at the restaurant at quarter to midnight. It was quiet. The scene of the parking lot filled with people and police that I saw on the news, it's all gone now. There shouldn't be anybody in there. I pull out the keys to open the door, and door opened. I looked up to see Mr. Afton. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Afton. You scared me. Sorry about that, Tiffany. It was pretty crazy. A lot of things that needed to be done. Carol just left about 30 minutes ago. Please, come in. It's cold out here. I saw what had happened in the news. The news exaggerated the whole thing. Came up with a false story that people seemed to believe. Mangle didn't bite his neck. He tripped and fell on a path that was unfortunately sharp enough to kill someone. Thank goodness it wasn't a customer. It would have been in big trouble. But what if it was true? Don't tell me you believe in that stuff, too. It's just... Last night, I, uh... Something happened? Last night, Mangle tried to bite me, too. Jack was there to save me. Really? I think it is trying to protect someone. What do you mean? Well, and I know that this is going to sound crazy, but the animatronics do come to life. But they never hurt me. They just stand and walk around very creepily. Vincent helped me to keep them contained, but they do walk around on their own. But the other night, I talked to the puppet. The puppet? Yeah, she was... The puppet is not an animatronic. It's a puppet. There's no way for it to talk. I know. But she did. But she implied that there might be someone else who was doing all the murders, using the animatronics as an excuse to hide the bodies in. Listen, I think that you're just overthinking things. The puppet did not talk. You probably just fell asleep during your shift and had a nightmare. I personally don't know if what you're saying is true. This place has already been investigated and the animatronics are not dangerous. I don't think there's a serial killer amongst us. Okay. Sorry. My apologies for not being much help to you and crushing your theory. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go home. Okay. Have a good night, Mr. Afton. Good night, Ms. May. I walked over to lock the door. I noticed that Mr. Afton seemed annoyed as he walked away. He went from smiling to looking more serious. He had an eerie expression. It was time to go to the office to listen to the phone guy. I sat at the desk thinking about what Mr. Afton had said. What if this is all in my head? I have fallen asleep here a couple of times. What if all this animatronics walking around thing is just a nightmare? But Jack, Jack was here with me. He saved me and now he is dead. So all this is not in my head. I don't know what to think, but I knew what I had to do. I need to talk to someone that might give me the answers. I had to talk to the puppet. 
Okay, so, uh, just to update you, there's been somewhat of an investigation going on, and, uh, we may end up having to close for a few days. I don't know. I want to emphasize, though, that it's really just a precaution. Fazbear Entertainment denies any wrongdoings. These things happen sometimes. Uh, it'll all get sorted out in a few days. Just keep an eye on things, and I'll keep you posted. Just a side note, though, Try to avoid eye contact with any of the animatronics tonight if you can. Someone may have tempered with their facial recognition systems. We're not sure, but the characters have been acting very unusual, almost aggressive towards the staff. They interact with the kids just fine, but when they encounter an adult, they just stare. Uh, anyways, hang tight. It'll all pass. Good night. I stood up and headed for the prize corner. I wound the music box one more time, grabbed the flashlight, and walked out of the office. I hate walking past the party rooms. It is always so dark. Maybe I should just leave the lights on in there. Ah, maybe when I come back this way. First, go talk to the puppet. Right when I got in front of the main stage, I stopped. This is the first time I actually paid attention to the new animatronics. On the stage was Toy Bonnie, Toy Chica, and Toy Freddy. You could tell that they were definitely improved versions of the original animatronics. Their suit material appears to be made of plastic, as if they were a life-size toy. They have bigger eyes, fully functional fingers, wedge-shaped feet, and eyelashes. They look like a big ventriloquist doll. Hello? Hello? I turned around and saw the moon boy in the corner. For some reason, BB freaked me out more than the toy animatronics. My flashlight began to flicker. I walked away and continued to the prize corner. The music box stopped playing. I was curious to know what would happen if I didn't keep playing the music box. After a few minutes, Pop Goes the Weasel started playing from the box, and once the song was done, the puppet appeared. Hello, little one. Hi, uh, what do I call you? My name is Charlotte, but you can call me Charlie. Hello, Charlie. My best friend's name is Charlotte. And what is your name, little one? My name is Tiffany. Tiffany, such a beautiful name. Thank you. I, uh, I would like to ask you something. Go ahead, little one. Don't be afraid. I don't want to hurt you, just him. That's what I want to talk to you about. What do you mean, him? The evil one. The one responsible for all these poor souls. So it wasn't the animatronics coming to life and killing people? No, little one. Unless he programmed it that way, like when he made Circus Baby. But the little one's souls are much too strong for that. Wait a minute. Beat Circus Baby? Are you talking about William Afton? Yes, Uncle William, the evil one. Mr. Afton is the serial killer? He's the one that's been killing all these children? Yes, little one. You called him Uncle William. Was he your uncle? That's what I called him. The evil one was my father's best friend. He was my father's partner. Your father was Henry Emily. Yes. What happened to you? What? I mean... How did you become this? I was in the rain, looking through the window at the other little ones at the old location. Locked out. Could not get in. This form... You mean what you are? The puppet? Yes. The marionette was looking for me. Looking for the little with the green bracelet. Could not find me. Uncle William found me. He scared me. His eyes frightened me. Hello, Charlie? Uncle William? I got left out. Can you help me? You shouldn't be alone, Charlie. Where's your dad? 
He's busy inside. No one can hear me. I want to play with the other kids. Then I felt pain. My stomach was bleeding. Rain washed the blood from the knife. Uncle William held the knife. He is the evil one. Oh my god. Mr. Afton killed you? Yes. The marionette found me, but the rain broke it. I died. Marionette died. I became the marionette. I'm so sorry, Charlie. I put other little ones in suits. I will help them get revenge. We will kill him. It pains me to know that he is still out there. We are here, trapped in an eternal prison. So, the animatronics are children that William Afton murdered? Yes. I must free them first. We must kill him. How can I help? Little one wants to help? Yes. What can I do? Get him here. He just left. Can we do it tomorrow night? Yes. When Evil One arrives, lead him to second room. You mean party room two? Yes. We will be waiting for him. I couldn't believe this. Mr. Afton is the serial killer. I was talking to him just a little while ago. Now I understood his annoyance with me. He knew that I was close to figuring it out. He's probably planning how he'll get rid of me, just like how he got rid of Jack. I started feeling really bad for the animatronics. Children's souls were all trapped inside for the rest of their lives. All because of that bastard. They were only little kids. They never deserved to go through such a traumatizing experience like that. I felt so much hurt in my heart for them. Mangle is the only one that attacked me. I bet you Afton programmed it to do that. I realized that the reason the other animatronics didn't do anything to me was because I'm a minor. Children die by the hands of Afton. Adults die by the hands of these animatronics. I'm not an adult yet. I know if I was them, I could never trust an adult ever again. The rest of the night went by fast. I was no longer scared of the animatronics. I just felt sorry for them. At one point, I thought I saw Chica waving at me. Before my shift the next day, I stood in front of the front doors at Freddy's, ready to take on Mr. Afton. I didn't have to figure out how I'm going to get Afton to the restaurant and then. I called Carol just before I got here at home to tell her that I needed to talk to him. And she informed me that he already planned on being at the restaurant this night. She said he had a lot of work to do. I'm guessing he planned on trying to kill me that night. I entered the building. Everything was strangely quiet. I gently closed the door behind me. I looked around for any of the old animatronics, but there was no sign of any of them. Only the toy animatronics. Hello, Tiffany. Afton's voice came from the corner of the room. He was just sitting there in the dark. I looked to the prize corner and didn't see Charlie there. The animatronics must be in position. Now it's time to get him to the party room. No time to waste. What's wrong? Nothing. You scared me. It's a good thing that you're here. I really need help with camera two. What's wrong with it? I can't explain it. I'm thinking you might know what to do. Come on, I'll show you. I walked past the tables and headed for the main hall. Afton stood up and followed me. I was so scared because my back was to him. At any moment, he could kill me, but I just kept on walking. These animatronics will have my back, hopefully. I need to discuss something with you. Go ahead. 
It's about what you said yesterday. Oh yeah? Do you really think there is someone killing people here at Freddy's? No. I think you were right. I think that it was just a nightmare and I'm overthinking things. Okay, here we are. Can you turn on the lights? Alright, I'll go to the office and look at the video feed and I'll let you know what I see. I'll be right back. I couldn't believe that I got into the party room. I turned on the video feed and switched to party room 2 feed. I could see Afton standing there. And then the phone rang. I put it on the speaker. Uh, hello? Hey, good job. Night 5. Um, hey, keep a close eye on things tonight, okay? Um, from what I understand, the building is on lockdown, and no one is allowed in or out, you know? Especially concerning any previous employees. When we get it all sorted out, we may move you to the day shift. A position just became uh, available. We don't have a replacement for your shift yet, but we're working on it. Well, just get through one more night, and uh, hang in there. Good night. This phone guy, I think I remember his name, Vincent. Yeah, Vincent. He must either be in on the murders, or really dumb not to pick up on anything that's been going on here. Like, how does he not know that the original owner works in the same building as him and is the killer? What is taking so long? I'm sorry, was listening to the phone guy. Okay, the camera is just a black screen. Hold on. He walks up to the camera, grabs a chair, climbed on the chair, and started messing around with the wires. But where are the animatronics? They are nowhere to be seen. Did Charlie abandon the plan? Afton jumps off the chair and headed towards the office. Where are the animatronics? Is it better? Yeah, what did you do? The wire can get a little funky. Thank you. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing's wrong. (sighs) Let's just cut the bullshit. What do you mean? I think you know what I'm talking about. So, you figured it out? Figured out what? Everything that I've done. Well, how do you know that? I've grown suspicious of you from the moment you started working here. You know more than you let on. Then you told me what you've been investigating yourself. You know you're not going to be leaving here alive. You don't have to do this. Oh, but I do. I have been getting away with it for so long. And I don't need a little brat like you messing everything up That's for me. That's when I saw Charlie. She was walking down the hall. Afton seemed to notice my sudden shifting gaze as he looked down at me in annoyance. What are you looking at? He turned around, shocked to see the puppet coming towards Stay him. back. Stay the fuck back. And then Charlie just stopped. Going on. I heard noises coming from both the vents. Then I heard noises coming from down the hall. Freddy's eyes started glowing bright. The power came back and all of the animatronics filled the room. They were all looking at Afton. You all better stay the hell back. Hello? Hello, Daddy. Elizabeth. Why did you let Circus Baby kill me? I didn't mean for that to happen. She wasn't made for you. It was an accident. But Daddy, you let the other children see her. It was meant for them, not for you. Didn't you make her for me? Hello, William. Put my daughter back on! It's your fault she died. I know. I know. She wasn't supposed to die. After Freddy left, Afton shot right back up and ran past the animatronics. He ran into the parts and service room. The animatronics just stood there. Why didn't they stop him? 
I ran after Afton, and when I entered the room, I saw him getting into the spring bonnie suit. He almost looked like an animatronic. I backed away out into the hall. The animatronics looked in my direction. William, in his golden spring bonnie suit, walked right out. The other animatronics stood for a few seconds, and then they all went back to their usual spots. <laughs> what are you all doing? He's right there! Get him! Charlie, what happened? Why are you walking away? Kill him! The evil one is gone. We must find him. But he is right here! What is wrong with you? What did you do to them? They won't touch me. They never can touch me. As long as I wear this, they'll never be able to get me. It's so funny how dumb they are. You are sick. <laughs> A sick, demented man. <laughs> you know what you are? What? A dead girl. <laughs> and how did you get out? Tiffany? Tiffany? We start with breaking news. Take a look at the 17-year-old girl missing now for more than two months. A massive search is underway in Hurricane Utah. CBA reporter Stephen Daniel is live in front of the residence where police say she never made it home. She never made it home from work. Her mother says she was an overnight security guard at Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, and police say that this is the last search they will do to try to look for Tiffany May. At this point, detectives think that she may not have been abducted and that she may have ran away. Tiffany's mother said that she did take the job to save money for traveling, but Tiffany would never run away like this, and that she is emotionally stable and that she is a good kid. Again, one last massive search is going to take place soon. If you are concerned, it will like to help you can come here to sky ridge park we will stay more on it and bring you more information as it comes i'm stephen daniels cba news